limited by a hip injury. Ben's limited by a left pectoral injury. Ben's limited by an offensive coordinator who's excessively restrictive and extremely unimaginative. So why is it that I still keep feeling like this is all about something else? Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. Ben met with reporters yesterday on the south side, as he always does on Wednesday mornings. And Ben went and laid out what he feels is his main issue right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not, not going to make excuses, but it, um, you know, as a quarterback, there's so much involved in your lower body. I know people probably think as, as a quarterback or as a thrower, it's, it's how's your arm doing? Uh, your arm is honestly a small part compared to the whole package. It's your core, it's your lower body. Um, I've got to find ways to um, be better with my lower body. I, going back and watching the game um, a few times, a lot of the throws that I missed uh, were missed because my lower body wasn't in sync. Um, overstriding, not stepping towards my target, um, things that um, you know mechanically that I, I know I can fix and need to fix. And obviously when you're dealing with pain, it's, it's harder to, to, to get through those things, but nothing I can't get through and, and I'll work to get through. And I'm not here to dispute any of that. I have no idea. None of us do. None of us have any way of knowing to what extent he or Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach, or Matt Canada have looked at this film and determined, yes, this is it. It's lower body mechanics. And if we can get those shored up, or to use Ben's own word there, ensure that those are fixable, well, hey, here we go, as they say. You know? <laughs> I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't take all of those things that I cited in the open and then add on top of that all of the legitimate criticisms that there are related to Ben's own game. The fact that he's checking down before he even has a chance to check down. The fact that he's not seeing receivers who are open. The fact that he's not making the right reads at the line of scrimmage. I can't even get to that. I can't even get to that. I, I'm just as intrigued. I see the injuries. I believe that they're real. Ben was limping walking up to the podium yesterday. These aren't made-up things. They're not excuses. They're legit. I also believe, based on one rather compelling conversation that I had on the road in Green Bay with someone who would know, that he really does have his hands tied at the line of scrimmage. There isn't any winging it anymore for him. And I'm pretty sure that that's something that was agreed upon going into this season. We'll, we'll pay you. We'll bring you back. You have to agree to be coached, and you can't go turning on us after a couple of games. I can promise you that that was part of the conversation that led into the extension. 
but I can take all of those things and I can roll them up in one big ball and I can still have another ball next to it that's bigger and gnarlier. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format works best. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. I'm still looking at the offensive line, and I don't care who that makes angry. I really don't. I have to be as honest with you when it comes to sports as I am with myself. I don't believe in the concept of hot takes, saying something to get a reaction, and ooh, did you hear what so-and-so said, whether it's me or someone else. I'm just not into that. I've been doing this a long time, and I've been doing it in a way where I'm on the scene, I'm reporting, I'm finding stuff out, not getting it second-hand or third-hand. And as a result, I really don't feel all that compelled to spice up the commentary, you know, to get everyone all fired up. So I'm not doing this to go against the grain, and believe me, I know which way the grain is heading. I'm doing it, I'm sharing this with you, my own observation, that I still believe that this performance to date originates with the offensive line. And let me at least attempt to explain it before I get accused of being Ben apologist or Ben's friend or whatever it is. Plain and simple, when you're talking about lower body mechanics and you're talking about a quarterback, what are you really describing? Yeah, it's just getting set. It's planting. It's putting yourself in the best possible position to make the most accurate and strong pass that you can. Ben was absolutely correct to say that it's a big part of being a quarterback at any level, never mind the NFL. It's a big, big part of it. And now I'm going to ask you, how many times have you seen, just go off the top of your head here. I'm not asking for some big film dissection. How many times have you seen Ben look like he's set in the pocket, like he's strong and solid and authoritative? How many times? Hmm? The 45-yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson the other day, maybe? It's a really short list. Even balls that were incomplete, I'm just talking about pass attempts. Attempts. How many times have you seen him look like he's operating from a position of strength? Now, from there, ask yourself why he has the NFL's fastest release time. And why, even though it was already that in the first three weeks, it was that much faster in Green Bay. A half second faster. That's a lot faster. That is an eternity in football time. He has now gotten into the habit 
or the reflex of just getting rid of the ball. Why? He thinks he's going to get creamed. He thinks if he steps up in the pocket, he's going to have someone roll up onto his leg. It's his 18th year in the league. He probably has a lot better feel for that sort of thing, not probably, definitely, than any of us. And he is adjusting accordingly, even if he might not want to, even if he might not be thinking about it actively. There's no way any sane person thinks that, yeah, Ben's just kind of mailing it in right now. You know, he sees these fourth and nines or whatever, and he's just not really all that into trying to hit those receivers that are about to come open downfield. He's just going to find Najee and get rid of it and collect his paycheck. I mean, I would at least hope we can agree on that much, that there's a genuine respect in Pittsburgh among people who follow the Steelers for what level of a competitor this is, right? I mean, we're at least good on that. That much? If so, and I'm going to ask you for one last visual before we go to break. Picture a game, one full game, and it won't be this Sunday because there's Von Miller and the Broncos and everything out there, but picture one full game where the opponents just had virtually no effective pass rush. Whether that's a combination of the Steelers' offensive line getting a little bit better, the running game taking some guys off of the box, or the other team just not being any good. Regardless of the setting, picture Ben getting comfortable over a full game behind his own line of scrimmage and tell me that you think that he would still be performing and producing the way he has. No chance. No chance whatsoever. And that's what I want to see. That's what'll make or break the Ben call for me. I am not about to pass judgment on this quarterback based on playing behind this line and under these circumstances, whether it's injuries, the coordinator, and all the other stuff, but especially the line. I want to see what he looks like and if he's still not getting the job done when he has regular average time to get set and throw a football. When we come back, just one question. It's time for just one question. That's always brought to you on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garvin, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who filed for workers' comp, who need assistance with medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been AV rated. That is the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics 
in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's J1Q comes from Brad Richards, who brings up Ben, and that's a lot of what I've been getting, believe me. Brad says, Ben has hip issues and is not mobile. When do the Steelers decide that his health is also important? Even if Mason Rudolph isn't the long-term answer, he can at least defend himself. Well, Brad, I seem to recall a handful of occasions, not to make light of what at the time was a pretty serious issue, where Mason wasn't all that adept at defending himself. If anything, Mason was way more jittery and happy feetish than anything we've seen from Ben even this year. So I, I wouldn't presume that because he can move out of a pocket more easily than Ben can, that that's the answer. The idea of quarterback mobility being to blame for this is flawed on so many levels, not least of which is if you feel like the Matt Canada offense, as if that's actually a thing, and I'm beginning to have my doubts about that, but if you feel like the Matt Canada offense is better suited for a mobile quarterback, when exactly did Matt Canada know that Ben Roethlisberger was going to be his quarterback in 2021? And if it was, in fact, back when all the rest of us knew, then why wouldn't the Matt Canada offense have had some significant adjustments in the several months that passed. This is, this is, Mason's not that guy either. Mason's not some super rollout, super scrambly guy. Mason has more mobility than Ben by virtue of not being 39 years old, okay? What about protecting Ben's health? At the risk of sounding a little cynical here, Brad, it sounds like you're kind of just hoping that they find some reason to take him out because you don't want him in there. But if you're asking genuinely about protecting him, about preserving him and so forth, dude, he signed up. You know, he signed up to be an NFL quarterback. And the truth is, if you look at the hard numbers, yeah, he's taken some shots. He hasn't really been sacked that much, mostly because he's getting rid of the ball. But I haven't seen too many situations where I thought, oh, man, Ben is really just, he's not going to get out of this game in one piece. The Raiders game was probably about as bad as it would get with uh, 10 hits, but even that was two sacks. But if I'm going to answer your question in the most literal way, that's not a decision that the football team would make based on that. It just it just isn't. They're not going to watch NFL games and say, you know what, there's a chance that our quarterback could get hurt. We should get him out of there. It's just not going to do that. It's not going to do that. Um, it's, it's a rough situation. And it's a strange situation. It's foreign territory for probably all of us. 
whether it's inside like the Steelers, outside like you and me. And it's not a comfortable place to be because you're not comfortable criticizing someone who's meant so much to the team. And by the way, the moment some kind of decision is made, whether it's by the team or by Ben, that he's done, you will see the biggest 180 ever. And this, and, and I think this would be a good thing, so I'm not ripping it. You will see the biggest 180 ever in terms of sentiment because now all of that respect that everybody has, including the people who want him to be benched, are going to go, oh, man, this guy, he was just the greatest. Yeah, love him. Absolutely love Ben. One of the top five players in franchise history. Uh, you know, two Super Bowls, uh, arguably right up there with Terry Bradshaw. It's just a, oh, man, man. I don't even know where to go with this subject anymore. It'd be so much easier to just say, hey, let's break down some film of the Steelers and the Broncos. But this is all starting to feel a whole lot bigger. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Let's do another one of these tomorrow.